Have you been considering taking your horse or Western photography passion to the next level? Hi, it's Kara with Cowgirls with Cameras, and I want to tell you about our Cottonwood Ranch photography experience in August. This experience is a workshop, portfolio builder, business clinic, and gathering set in the majestic scenery of the Nevada mountains. This event is learning intensive and full of shooting opportunities that feature ranch work, western horses, cowboys, cowgirls, horses, and dogs. You'll walk away feeling more confident in your camera, editing, and business skills, shoot a few thousand images, and gain new friends in the process. Our events are always focused on collaboration over competition, and our three instructors, myself, Kim Beer, and Phyllis Burchette, are all deeply passionate about seeing you reach your photography goals. To learn more about this event and other photography adventures we have coming up, head over to cowgirlswithcameras.com. It's time to laugh, learn, and take your photography to the next level with your favorite Cowgirls with Cameras, Kara, Kim, and Phyllis. Welcome to the Cowgirls with Cameras podcast. I'm Kim with Kim Beer Photography and Be More Business. And I'm Kara with Fast Horse Photography. And I'm Phyllis with Phyllis Burchette Photo. Good morning, guys. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Phyllis, you got some cotton in your mouth this morning? That was silly. (laughs) I realized when I said good morning, I kind of went good morning, guys. I'm like, where did that come from? I was expecting a good morning, y'all, because that seems like it's more from your area. Well, I was going to say good morning, y'all. And for some reason guys came out <laughs> it was like a it was like a hybrid a you yeah. all guys hybrid mm-hmm. yeah. So. yeah 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 we'll go and with then that she stuck her tongue out and you know that that is a, a big thing for me to want to take your picture <laughs> yeah we won't we won't go there <laughs> oh boy uh, nothing scripted here oh boy yes we're totally unscripted so who knows what's going to happen this morning <laughs> There's not even a plan on a piece of paper this morning. There was just some muddled conversation about how things should go. So you all are probably in for the ride of your life. There was repeated conversation about how things should go. (laughs) And your voice, tone of voice, hides none of your frustration about that. (laughs) Well, I've missed seeing your faces. I don't know how it's not been that long. <laughs> we have missed yours too because you were such a wonderful buffer between the two of us. <laughs> or the three of us. <laughs> Whatever. Well, oh, goodness. Well, we certainly have had some adventures lately. So it seems like I have been in this whirlwind for the last month because I've really been gone since the ex. Well, we're recording this on the 19th of October and I left on the 19th of September. So it seems like the last month has just been a crazy whirlwind of retreats and events and different places and living out of my suitcase. And it's been fantastic and overwhelming all at the same time. And I have one more week to go next week in Colorado for a training event. And then I blessedly get to stay home for a month and a half. So I'm super happy about that. Because before the three of us even hooked up, for Colorado, you had a week before that in Colorado. I did. 
Tell us I a did. little bit about that, Kim. Just a little bit. I'm not going to talk a lot about it. It's the annual Touched by a Horse Summit where all of the equine gestaltists get together and basically share information, network, learn about what the company's up to, what the direction is for the next year, listen to graduates speak. I was a speaker, of course. I talked about selling it like a woman, how to think about sales like a woman. And then I also do photography for for this group. And so I did something crazy, like 20 something mini sessions during the event. So it was a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun. It's a lot of raw, raw fun. And I get people all going so that they all help each other with their mini sessions. It's a total blast. So yeah, that was what I was up to. So I was already a week out and I had just finished recovering from COVID before I left to go to that event. Then I'm all healthy during the event. And then I, I'm tired though, but I go pick up Phyllis and Kara at the airport for a super fun adventure. Yeah, that was fun meeting Phyllis in the airport and I had like 2% battery left and everybody was texting me, where are you? Where can I find you? And I'm like, I'm going to sit right here and tell you where I'm at because I'm going to lose battery and then we'll never find each other in the giant Denver airport. So that was a, a little bit of intensity. There was no place no place to charge in the whole baggage area. There's no place oh, to get. No. And I no, was sitting no there outlets. and I'm like, how did people, like before cell phones, how did we find each other in places like airports and like any place? How did we ever find each other? I don't know how that was even possible beforehand. I don't even remember those days. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And then the very first part to kick off our huge adventure together was a event which will be burned in the minds of all of us. And that is Cocopocalypse of 2023. Yes, that did kick us off the Cocopocalypse. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> That was such a mess. And I'm still smelling the smell of it in the truck. It's, it was nauseating, nauseating. I don't know. I'm glad you sat in the backseat with it, Phyllis, because yeah, I wouldn't I, been able to do I it. I still have remnants of cocoa apocalypse and that memory burned into my brain and my gear. Yes. We, we all do. It amazes me how small amount of cocoa can go such a long way. So just to catch everyone up who doesn't, isn't aware of Cocoa Apocalypse, which is the rest of the planet that wasn't on this trip with us, I had to do a really quick U-turn because I messed up where I was supposed to go. And I whipped the truck around. And in that process, I had brought cocoa. So for those of you wondering why the hell there was cocoa in my truck, I had brought cocoa to make my smoothies with because I like it to add the flavor to them. And the lid to the cocoa thing had popped off. And so the very first thing I hear Kara say is there's some kind of rust colored powder all over your back seat. And sure enough, it had spilled. Now, mind you, it hadn't spilled very much, but it was enough to get into the carpet of the truck and the seat of the truck all on my clothes. It became insidious. It got on bags. It got on Phyllis's bags. It got on my bags. Every time I think it was eliminated, it would appear again. It even got on the sheets at Trapper's Lake, it was just simply everywhere. And it's amazing 
how a small amount of cocoa can go so far. Like yes. when you're making chocolate <laughs> milk with cocoa, it's like you don't have enough, right? But yeah. when you spill some in the back <laughs> of your car, it like multiplies and breeds over and over again. It ends up on everything and just keeps showing up on things. That was the most insane thing. Yes. I feel like we're doing a cocoa commercial, like the backwards, like a reverse cocoa commercial. Yes. And it lasted for the entire remaining three weeks. I'm still battling it back here in Missouri. <laughs> believe me. So the, oh. so the car wash didn't do it any good, huh? The car wash helped. Vacuuming oh, okay. the truck helped. Throwing away the grocery bag that it was. Rebottling it into something else. It all helped, but it didn't eliminate it. That's what gets me. And, and now I know how, you know, like if things can spread. I mean, cocoa would be a great, you know, like tool to spread anything you want to spread into like the Like a world. tracking tool for like yeah. spies and the, and like, maybe we should contact NASA about this or the Pentagon. Someone needs to know about the power of cocoa and tracking. Okay. 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 Enough about cocoa. <laughs> <sighs> you two get on a tangent and just can't get off of it, can you? <laughs> All right. Well, the whole purpose is we were on our way somewhere and we ended up in the most beautiful location for our Trappers Lake equine photography adventure that we were there around the end of September. For folks that have never been to Meeker, Colorado, it was just such a joy. We were hosted by just a lovely person, Kaysen of Kaysen Crystal Photography. She and her family at Trappers Lake Lodge up at the, I guess it was, it's the flat top mountains and the flat top yes. wilderness, wilderness yes. is where we were. Yeah. I want to make sure that I say it correctly. But Becca and Alan and Kaysen at the lodge were just amazing. And the location is stunning. Our photographers and the three of us hit it at peak color. I mean, it was just gorgeous. And as we were driving up, the aspens were getting more and more yellow and the color was just gorgeous. And we had all the weather. We had beautiful sunshine. We had rain, a little rain. We had some snow. We had some sleet, a little bit, a little bit of all of that, just so that us Florida people can say we had to really rough it out in the winter wilderness. <laughs> uh, and it was, it was just gorgeous. We stayed in these cute little rustic log cabins and we had amazing shoots set up. We had Mikey and Haley and Taylor as models there at the lodge. And then we visited the Harvey Seaton Cattle Co. where we had some great models and just absolutely gorgeous horses. So big thanks going out to the folks there. I'm not going to list everybody's names. There's a long list of models that we had that day. They were just absolutely, it was just a lovely location. And we had fast horses in the morning. We had then Rocky Portrait in the late part of the morning. Then we also got to visit Kaysen's, my Kaysen's family over at the Chintala Ranch Horses, where they have some of the most beautiful roan ranch horses. And the folks that we met there were just incredible. We got to watch them move some cows around. We had probably, you guys can tell me if you would disagree, but I think one of the coolest skies I've ever photographed, it was super moody and dark with a rainbow and sunlit, what, what I'm talking about? Four light. Four light, thank you, that we were photographing. And it was just really beautiful 
And then we had a little weather there, but the hospitality was incredible. The folks there were incredible. We really enjoyed meeting the family, the Chintala family, and Mike and Lori, and then JC and Josie and Brittany, just the best. So we really enjoyed every bit of that. And then we got to spend some time also at Code of the West Outfitters, where we photographed the Wood family and their big herd of horses that they have there. And Hope, who's also a photographer, and her beautiful Palomino horse, Dixie, which I'm still saying looks like Barbie's dream horse. It does. The Western Barbie's dream horse, just to be clear. Very beautiful. So it was just an absolutely incredible time, and we're excited to get to come back next year. We'll definitely be coming back. We had a great group of photographers with us, and it was truly an adventure because we had... Other than when you, Kim, had gone and visited the location to determine if it was a great opportunity for us, we really had a great group of photographers there and folks that were really open to the adventure. And I remember the day that you sent me the picture earlier this summer where you sent me this picture of this lake scene with the beautiful green fir trees. And when you sent me that picture, in my mind, we had to go because I've always wanted to photograph horses with those green fir trees. And Phyllis was laughing at me like it's nothing. But to me, being in Florida, we don't have trees like that. No, I wasn't. Like that. No, and no, 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 no. I wasn't no, laughing you were, you at you. You were laughing you. at me. No, it was your description of them, the furry oh, trees. Oh, it's because I didn't know what they were. The furry trees. The furry trees. <laughs> <laughs> they were beautiful furry trees with yeah. yellow aspens mixed in. It was just gorgeous and the lakes the reflections i don't know if people are listening and they haven't seen any of our images they probably are thinking that we're overselling it but go look at some of these pictures telling you it was the most beautiful scenery and we're so excited to get to go back next year i'm sure you guys have something you want to add to that (laughs) well i want to add the fact that one of the things that i enjoyed the most about this trip was how Kaysen, who is this is her area, right? This it's her is, home. Yeah. This is her home. And I really felt like she shared it with all of us, the three of us and our entire photography group. She shared her passion for this part of Colorado, for Meeker, for yeah. the history, for the lifestyle that they live there, for all the adventure that they have, for the wilderness around us. And it was really interesting and fun to learn about all of these things. We stayed at a, I mean, we didn't stay, but we visited a motel where Teddy Roosevelt had slept and Billy the Kid, was that right? Billy the Kid, Billy right? the Kid, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was interesting to think of that history. We saw so many cool mounts in there. We learned about the different native wild animals around that area. And we just learned about some really interesting history of the region, which was a big bonus because we were shooting a lot of hours morning and evening. And yet in the middle of that, we got this amazing history lesson. And we had some of the most interesting food that I think I've ever eaten. We ate at a place. Do you remember the name of the place where we ate with all the cool cheeses? (laughs) I don't remember. It'll come to me. Hold on. Yeah. It was amazing. I mean, the food was awesome. They have a lot of different goat cheeses, a lot of different cheeses. Cheese-a-palooza. It was great. (laughs) And I do love my cheese. cheese I'd like to reiterate that on the big shout out to Kaysen and just for doing such an amazing job with the itinerary and our schedule. And I mean, we really didn't have to do anything. Kaysen did all the organization for the setups and 
I mean, it was just, it went off without a hitch. It was perfect. It was in the group we had too. I'd like to say thank you so much to the inaugural group that joined us at Trapper's Lake being our first event (laughs) there. And I mean, it was just, it was this group clicked, I mean, with us and with each other and, you know, because it's, it is a little bit of a wilderness destination, even though we have very comfy, warm cabins to sleep in. Some of us did not have restrooms in our cabin, so we had to go to the restroom in the middle of the, you know, out of our cabin. But still, it was so... And there's no power at night, too. Yeah, so no, you right. really have to have a sense of yeah. adventure. And, you know, we've talked about this before. Sometimes to get incredible scenes in front of your camera, you have to get out into the world to places that not everyone is comfortable in and not everybody wants to go to. Or, or maybe it takes a little bit of a trek to get there. But you're so right, Phyllis, like it's worth it to get out there. And it's just it was just such an incredible place. Like, again, I I just really want to say thanks to the group, too, for being just so wonderful. I mean, it was a fun group. And and my Nikon, my Nikon girls, big shout out to my Nikon (laughs) girls. You you definitely had the Nikon representing at this particular event. Yeah, which is unusual. (laughs) It is. Normally the Canon girls are there in numbers, but this one we were definitely outnumbered by the Nikon and they all got to bond. (laughs) And I tell you what, they know how to party. The Nikon girls are the wild girls of the photography industry. I think, Phyllis, maybe your level of what a wild party looks like might be slightly skewed. (laughs) Well, maybe you weren't there for all of it, Kara. Because I'm canon. Maybe it was just the Nikon girls. Maybe you weren't invited. Oh, my gosh. I apologize. Well, you know, of the three of us, Phyllis did drink the most whiskey on this trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like about that's true. About an eighth of a cup. <laughs> so I do want to go back and say the name of the restaurant where we ate was the Blanco Cellars Wine and Whiskey Bar yes. and Little Cheese Shop, and it was just amazing. I still can taste. They had a black cheese that was smoky, and oh my gosh, it was so good. It was a charcoal, it, you, a charcoal cheese, or something like yes. That. And and you questioned yourself eating it because it was not the appropriate color. Yeah, but it wasn't chocolate like I thought it was going to be. No, but it was very, very good. So all in all, I think this trip is fantastic. We are going to be going back the last weekend of September and the first couple of days of October. The exact dates, it does start on a Sunday and run into a Wednesday. Make sure you're looking at our website. You don't want to miss this adventure for next year. And I'm going to tell you that it's going to fill up super fast because we've already got people that are just waiting in line to be in this event. So, or come to it and you literally cannot beat the color of that you get. It is so spectacular up there. I felt like I was ensconced in golden aspens and the beautiful conifer trees that Phil, I mean, that Kara calls the furry trees. Such stunning scenery that everywhere you look, 360 degrees around you is just awe inspiring. And think that this is going to be a very popular adventure for us every single year. And while our focus was on horses and Western and that sort of thing, some of our photographers got pictures of, one photographer got a great picture of a bear. And we had (laughs) photographers that had pictures of moose and elk and 
Yeah. You know, it was really cool that they were getting like the folks that really liked to shoot wildlife too kind of had some opportunities there. So that was pretty neat. And landscape. It's it's gorgeous for yeah. landscape photography as well. I mean, you cannot beat the landscapes. Uh, Scott's Lake Lake that I shot the year that I went out to scout it. It's such a beautiful place to just even sit and be in nature. And to be able to set up a photo shoot there is even better. It was pretty cool. So from there, we made a little pit stop after we left the beautiful Trapper's Lake Lodge. We made a little pit stop at a very fun destination, which we're happy to announce for our Horses in the Snow Winter Photographers Getaway at the Sea Lazy U in Granby, Colorado. So we stopped and we visited with Amy, who showed us around the ranch so that we could get some ideas of where we're going to be. This place is luxury from top to bottom, folks. They have a beautiful herd of horses and it's going to be snowy and gorgeous and they jingle the horses in and out in the morning and the afternoon. We're going to be able to have some unprecedented access to be able to do some photography as well as have some fun. This is the thing I think we're all looking, the three of us are looking forward to. And I know Kara is because she's going to bring her husband and guess what? So can you, you can bring a spouse, a significant other, a child, a friend who wants to come and enjoy winter resort activities in Colorado as part of this event. I don't know about you two, but I am super pumped to be able to go stay at the Sea Lazy U and to be able to photograph there. Oh, very much so. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I was just kind of reminding myself about all the, besides the photography we've got lined up, we'll also be able to ride. They offer two rides a day, so you could do one or you could do both. I personally, myself, being from Georgia, have never actually ridden in the snow. So this is a big, big plus for me. (laughs) I'm excited to get to ride in the snow. They have so many other activities to do there. They have a pond that will freeze over and they offer ice skating and even like ice hockey, I think, on it, on this little pond. They have snowmobiling that will be offered as an extra curriculum activity, cross-country skiing. They have sleigh rides, snow tubing. Gosh, there's just so much to do besides what we have on our list. So don't forget the spa. Oh, the spa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) The jingle, the jingle. I'm excited about the jingle. Of course, that's part of the photography, but I'm just super pumped. I think we're all super pumped about this event. We are. Like to get horses in the snow is going to be incredible. And it'll be a first for me to photograph horses in the snow. So I'm pretty stoked about that. And it's just going to be, it's going to be very different from some of the events that we do that it's just, it really is. It is a luxury resort. It's gorgeous. Just if you can sit back and picture early morning snowy scenes to photograph, but then being able to sip your hot chocolate and coffee in front of like a huge, Huge gorgeous log fire in the lodge, in the den. Then the food, we got to have lunch while we were there. The food was so delicious. Amazing. So the meals are just divine and it is like it's family friendly. So you can bring your significant other along because there are things to do in the middle of the day. I told Ed, I was like, this is one you get to come on because we're going to do, I'm going to get up in the morning. We're going to shoot the jingle. We're going to enjoy every bit of that. And then we're going to go snow tubing after breakfast (laughs) and we're going to (laughs) do ice skating and we're going to do, well, at least me, I'll probably do the ride, go on our snow ride with Phyllis. 
and we'll do fun stuff during the day shoot later in the afternoon hopefully we've got some fun plans we're working on for that for snow shoots in the afternoon and then i'm picturing like beautiful dinners once again in front of the warm fireplace and i'm already trying to find heated socks and all of the things so that i can stay super warm and can expand my time out in the heat or out yeah. in the cold <laughs> kim, actually kim and i spent a lot of time looking at heated vests and jackets uh-huh. and socks at that what was the name of that store we went to, Kim, in Missouri? It's called the Family Center, and it is absolutely lovely. It is one of the best stores, I think, across the planet. It's it's our own personal Murdoch's. <laughs> right. I was going to say it rivals Murdoch's, but I don't know. I There was way more there than the Murdoch's I've been to. Yeah. It's a cool, cool store. And Kim even bought a heated vest, so. I did. I did. I bought a heated vest. But I'm going to tell you, I live in a climate where we do have winter, unlike Georgia and Florida. So by the time we do this, which is the end of February, for those of you who are going, please tell me the date. Please tell me the date. February 28th through March 3rd. Yeah. So by that time of year, I'm really done with winter and I'm going to be curled up. That lodge and the area for us to curl up and get in front of the fire and just look out the window at the beautiful snow falling and know that I don't have to be out in it except to go shoot some pictures and get into the warming vehicle. I certainly am going to be uh, enjoying some of the more indoor activities because I will probably be snowed and wintered out by that point. <laughs> I'm going to be there snow tubing. The hay ride to feed the horses, the, the hay, yeah, yeah. the hay. That'll be ride. On. The feed wagon. I, I'm, I'm picturing yeah. it all. It's going to be yeah. like a Hallmark movie, only about <laughs> photographers. I'm picturing a winter Hallmark movie of photographers, uh, all these like photographer meet cute opportunities. It's going to be just absolutely adorable. We should be filming the whole thing because it's going to be like motion picture beautiful. I can't wait. There you go. There you go. So, yes. <laughs> so after we did that little short visit, <laughs> yeah. where did we go next? <laughs> we all three were in the truck together. So we spent, the three of us together spent, what, two weeks, two full weeks in yes. each other's company. It was 12 days and seven hours and 17 minutes. Oh, that reminds me <laughs> of a song. <laughs> And then um, Phyllis and I got to enjoy each other's company for a whole nother week. That's further Hold on, down we went to Powderhorn. Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm getting to that. Okay, um, don't forget Powderhorn. So yes, no, we all stayed together. The three of us shared a cabin at Trapper's Lake. But when we got to Powderhorn, Powderhorn is hosted by myself and Equine Photographers Network, with this, which is Kareen Shippers. And this event is one of the treasures in my life because I've been doing it. I think this is 12 years this year. And I've actually been going to the Powderhorn every year since 2009. It's where I met you. It's where I met you. It's where I met Phyllis. Yes, where I met. Yeah, it just holds a dear spot in my heart for, I feel like like I'm going home in some ways to my Powderhorn family, which is the true family. And these are such amazing people. They run this beautiful Diamond Ranches. They have the Diamond McNabb horse sale. 
and they just have gorgeous horses. The girls there that model for us, they've been doing it year after year after year after year for over a decade. And they are so coordinated in their outfits. I just love watching every single time they get out of the truck in the mornings when we go to do a shoot. All the cute little clothes and wild rags and how they've matched up their hats and how everything just looks really nice with their horse and with the scenery that we're going to be shooting that day. It just always seems so seamless and amazing. And they've been working with us long enough that they really know their stuff. They know where they're going to be. And we generally have a couple of new models every year that get broke in, but the girls train them up before we photograph them. So it ends up being super easy. (laughs) We enjoyed for the first part of this, we had some super high drama skies, which was amazing. And then we had some bright blue skies towards the end of the event. But it was awesome all of the way around. The five-star accommodations at the Powderhorn are amazing. I always look forward to that bed that I sleep in there because I do get some good naps in there. And you know me and my naps. So it's amazing. And we also have this round table that we all sit around and share stories and laugh and edit our photos. So it's a very cool experience that we do repeat every year. And next year, we are only going to be, we sometimes we do two in a year, but next year will just be a single year. And the dates for that are October 2nd through the 6th at the Powderhorn Ranch. And you can look to the Equine Photographers Network website to get information about how to register for that or reach out to Kareen or myself and we'll help you get you registered for it. But it's a very special event and it's very heartwarming and very sweet. And this year was no exception to that. It was quite amazing. And then... (laughs) And then... (laughs) From Powderhorn. Then, yeah, we, oh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You you can't see me right now, but I I have a sad face. We had to drive Kara back to the Denver airport and push her out. Drop her off. Yep. Drop her off. (laughs) Push her out. I was, I was, I I missed you guys, but I was also very happy to get back home to my family. And my husband had to leave out of town for a workshop the same day that I got home. And I rolled in around 1, 1 1.30 in the morning and crawled into bed and my 10 year old was already in my bed. He decided he was going to wait for me there and um, crawled into bed. And he says, mom, and he gave me a big hug. First words out of his mouth after he said, hi, mom, was the Wi-Fi is not working. So at 1.30 in the morning, after not seeing my kid for 12 days, he says, hi, mom, the Wi-Fi is not working. Nothing is more humbling than a 10-year-old. So, I really thought you were going to say, I missed you so much. I yeah, just yeah, I, really I missed him. Yeah, and I was just like, okay, can we deal with that tomorrow? Because... Mom needs some sleep. Anyway, so but it was it was good to be home. The dogs acted like hadn't seen me in years and it was just really good. So I missed you guys. I was I had so much FOMO when I started seeing what you guys were shooting next. Well, well, next we went straight to Kim's house. We got in. We rolled into Kim's house about what, three o'clock in the morning or something? Oh yeah. We would have been staying at the three queen bed days in if I was on that job because I can't drive at three o'clock in the morning. Well, I even had Phyllis drive part of the way just so I could catch a little bit of a break. You knew she was desperate when she let me drive. So, yep. <laughs> well, and Phyllis got pulled over almost immediately. Well, yeah. Shut up! I did get, but let me clarify this. 
it had nothing to do. I was like, what did I do? What did I do? And the, the cutest little highway patrol person walked up on the right-hand side. She was she was little and short and petite and so nice. Barely see and over I'm like, the truck what did, I know. I'm like, what did I, what was I doing? She's like, do you know why I stopped you? I'm like, no, because I really didn't think I was speeding. And she was like, well, you're tag light is out and i'm like well that's kim's department not mine <laughs> and i was like thank goodness it wasn't me that she was pulling over it was the truck <laughs> but you should have seen phyllis's face trying to figure out what she did wrong <laughs> she, the so did you get a behind ticket? her no 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 Oh, just, she no. just told us to get it fixed. And, and I had to prove I had insurance and Phyllis had to prove she didn't have like, I don't know, a warrant out for arrest. Warrant, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we were able to go pretty quickly. But Phyllis's face when she saw the lights coming up behind the truck. And I mean, it had not been more than she hadn't been driving the truck more than like 15 minutes. I mean, That's it was hilarious. like almost immediately. And then she goes, he's not after me, is he? <laughs> I don't know why he would be after me. I, I'm so I disappointed. <laughs> I am so disappointed I wasn't there for that after the two of you guys went back and forth on how horrible the driver Phyllis is compared to you the whole time. And then the second you finally let Phyllis drive, she gets pulled over. God, I hate that I missed that. Oh my God. I'm not. Let me. Okay. I have to put interject something here. I am not a horrible driver. I'm no, I, think I never said I'm a horrible excellent driver. driver. I said fast and scary. And <laughs> we don't need to put that out there to the airwaves, Kim. <laughs> now all the policemen will be looking for me. <laughs> yeah, all the policemen that listen to this show. Yeah. <laughs> the cowgirl photographer police officers, like the one that pulled you over. <laughs> So anyway, I also just want to reconfirm to everyone that they weren't pulling me over. They were pulling Kim's truck over. Okay. <laughs> Enough about fault. that. It's clear. It was my yes. fault because the it was. goose ate it was the, your fault. The, the goose ate the little cords that go to my license plate light. <laughs> he chewed them in two. So yes, I got to spend a couple of days with Kim at her ranch in Missouri, <laughs> and that was jail, and and that was an experience too. She has a beautiful ranch. They have been in a drought, so I didn't get my bucket list item, which was cowboys with Herefords. But she does have Herefords on her ranch, but no cowboys. So so I didn't get that. But anyway, I did get to spend a day in the life with Kim in Kansas City, so that was interesting too. Then we got up on that Thursday morning and we headed to Oklahoma for the Art of the Cowgirl Oklahoma Gathering, first ever Oklahoma Gathering, which was hosted by the beautiful Crossbell Ranch and Laura and the Teak family, who gave us the most wonderful hospitality. And I'd like to also mention how well we eat on these trips. Because <laughs> we do. <laughs> every one of these, from Trappers to Powderhorn and then Laura, uh, she, Laura topped it off with just the most amazing home-cooked meals she cooked for our group and for the cutting clinic that was going on with Lindy Birch. Lindy, Lindy Thorne. No, it was Lindy Thorne. Lindy Thorne. Lindy Thorne. That was right. Yeah. That was so great because we really, I think I've probably gained five, anywhere from five to 10 pounds on this trip. And, you know, I can't say no because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. So. Of course. Of course. I have to eat. <laughs> we we got to eat, right? We got to eat. Mm -hmm. 
So again, huge shout out to Laura. She was just an amazing hostess. And I can't say how beautiful this ranch is because you really have to see it. There's so much history in this area in Pawhuska, Oklahoma, and the Crossbell, and just that whole Osage County. There's so much history there. So that could be a whole nother podcast in itself. We were very blessed also to be hosted on our first day out by the Wolf Creek Ranch. Kelly and Mark there at the Wolf Creek Ranch for an absolutely fantastic day of photographic opportunities from sunrise to sunset. And we had Ron, I think that's, Ron is Mark's brother-in-law, is that right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, and then Lana, their trainer, she was riding the cutest little roan horse that I really wanted to take home with me. And then a, a big shout out to Kyla, who was not able to ride because she's very pregnant, but she did help do... I think pretty much all of the organization for the event. I think that was your go-to contact, wasn't it, Kim, for the event? Was yeah, Kyla? she's the one yeah. I talked to in the beginning. She's the one who helped plan everything. Mm-hmm. She did an amazing job with that, too. It yes. was a very seamless day. Well done. Just so well done. Perfect. And the, they were so great to work with. Like I said, we had everything from silhouettes to portrait work to longhorns. <laughs> oh. Yes. And then so backlit we topped, dust. <laughs> backlit <laughs> dust. We topped the afternoon off with just moving some cattle around across the pond. And then they they got in the pond with their horses and the cattle in the background. It was just it was just beautiful. It was a, an amazing day of photography. Oh, and um, everybody. And I feel bad because I have not had had time to work on hardly anything from this whole trip. So I think I've worked on like five images from the whole trip. I can't wait to see you guys' pictures from all the places we've been and our attendees' pictures. And also, I'd like to also say a big thanks because to some of the gals that were, or guys, including Larry, that was at the Lindy Thorne Cow Clinic that came out to model for us that evening, uh, get some great shots. So I even had Carol Lee from Alabama that came and she had the cutest little roan horse oh that when she when she un- had this mare's uh, mane and braids and I said, okay, I want you to model, you know, when I say model, I mean, we're just basically grabbing people and and they're coming out and, you know, posing with their horses. But her little horse and she was so cute. And when she took that horse's mane down, oh, it was like down past her shoulders, wasn't it, Kim? It was gorgeous. Yeah, it was beautiful. I can't wait to see pictures. And all wavy. And she was so good about keeping her ears up. She was just a really nice little performance horse with her ears up. And then little Callie, oh, and her mom, that was so cute. We had a, what, how old was Callie? I'd have to look at them. I think nine. Nine. She was in the cutting clinic. sassy as they come. Sassy and cowgirly as they come. (laughs) So, well, we, thanks to those people, too, and Larry and his wife, Debbie, and for coming out and doing a little bit of posing for us with their horses. They're beautiful horses. So that was fun, too. So that was it was uh, the first ever, like I said, Oklahoma gathering for the Art of the Cowgirl. And I think it was a huge success or, for our attendees. And you're missing one of my favorite shoots from that oh, whole thing. The, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Gosh, oh my gosh! About the the cross rained down upon us. <laughs> the cross bell. They are home to twenty eight hundred head of wild horses that are being oh, home wow. there, and we got to photograph 
Thank you, Laura and her family for taking us out. And we had two sunrise shoots with the wild horses. And our group was just, I don't know how to describe how giddy our group was to see that many horses. <laughs> I mean, we, we got to see them in different groups. It wasn't 2,800 yeah. all at once, but probably 400, 400 uh, in each yeah. group. So that's wow. a lot. That's a lot of horses. <laughs> that was pretty amazing too, to get to, to have that experience for us and the group. And what a great group we had too. Yes. We did have a great group, but I want to tell you more about that first morning Mustang shoot because Phyllis, even in her, oh my gosh, we're out there and the sun is coming up and we're photographing the horses and there's some silhouettes and we decide to kind of go over this little peak, kind of over this little hill and we drive over the hill and we get out of the side-by-sides. All of a sudden, the sky opens up, the sun beams its rays upon this herd of horses and they begin to run and they run in groups and they run in large groups and then singles and they're all backlit against the sun kicking up dust i mean it was literally the angels singing kind of a photography moment it was pretty awesome even even phyllis was really wowed by this (laughs) even it's the kind of place it sounds like like most of our adventures like you can't These are places as like a photographer, you don't just have access to, like you can't just show up and go out and photograph 400 head of horses that are, you know what I mean? At sunrise, it's like, these are opportunities, like people have to work for those, which is why we love what we do so much because we're creating these incredible opportunities for people. And then what they make of that is always so amazing to see. But it's like, you can't just walk onto some of these ranches and have the access that we've been able to get. And we're just so thankful that these places are so willing to share with us and yes. and let us you know work out the vision and really showcase and highlight the life and the, the lifestyle and the horses and the just everything. So gosh, we're, it's just an amazing thing. We are very lucky. Don't forget the goats too, Kim. Oh yeah, they had goats, and we got Phyllis got to got to be. So they have um, Spanish nannies, which are there to help kill an invasive plant on the ranch. So I'm I'm going to butcher explaining this, but basically the gist of it is the goats eat the plant with the seeds. If a horse eats it, the horse, when they poop, the seed is still okay. But the goats, something in their digestive system causes the seed to break down, so that the the invasive species will not be able to grow again. So hmm. Laura's goal is to get something crazy like 50,000 goats. This is a huge ranch, by the way, to be able to help eradicate these undesirable plants off their ranch. And the other thing I want to mention is that the Mullendore family, which originally owned the Cross Bell, they're the ones that did the original Mustang contract. And some of the horses that we photographed have been on this particular ranch on the Cross Bell for 25 years. So these are wild geldings. They're geldings. They were captured in the wild and then they were brought there in sanctuary to live out their lives. And some of these horses have lived on this ranch for 25 plus years. And it's very interesting to understand how blessed, I mean, I think they hit the horsey lottery as far as they get to maintain their freedom. No humans bother them. 
but they have this gorgeous place to live and they've lived these long, beautiful lives there on the, the crossbell. And they're fed. Mm-hmm. They're fed. And they do give them cake, which was um, hence why we could call them. And did you notice, Phyllis, that I love the fact that all of them have like police sirens when oh, yeah. they are calling in the animals, like they yeah. have their trucks all have these woo-woo sirens. Yeah. So they make the woo-woo siren noise and all the cattle at Wolf Creek ran to the truck and they make the woo-woo noise. Yeah, I and thought it was all the horses funny. at Crossbell. It was so funny. The first time I heard it, I'm like, oh, there's a police car or, or an ambulance or something coming down the road. And and I kept looking for it. I'm like, hmm, it's still coming. It's been coming They're forever. after you, Phyllis. <laughs> They came to give you the ticket for my out of out of commission license plate light. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. Wow. Kara just internally adventure. rolled her eyes. <laughs> yeah, we did have some really great adventures. That was as much as I was anxious to get there and get to photograph at some new locations. And I do have to admit, I was also anxious to come home. <laughs> yeah, so I think we I got were. home. I think. Kim and I both got home Sunday night, which this is a this is a Thursday. Thursday. So, see, I can't even remember what day of the week it is. So you're still probably on Western time zone at this point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it took me bit. several days to recover. Yeah. <laughs> My Xbox still thinks it's in Colorado. I looked at last <laughs> night. I'm like, why are you saying it's seven o'clock? Oh, you're on Colorado time. I'm not even going to bother to reset it because I leave again for Colorado on Sunday to finish up my master gestaltist hands-on training next week. Wow. And Good then luck I'm with blessedly that. home. Yeah, home I'm looking forward for to it. I'll be home officially for the holidays. And I've already got friends that are like, hey, can we get together? So I'm super excited as an extrovert that I get to go hang out with all my buddies over the holidays and get to catch up with people that I haven't seen in in what feels like ages. Well, we're all happy to be home. We had great adventures, lots of great adventures. But I think that there might be some people listening that are wondering... I don't know how they can join us next year. So we what have do we few, have on the list for next year? We Kara? have a lot, a lot coming up for next year. So do you guys want me just to go through the list real quick yes, or how do you want to do that? Absolutely. Okay. So we've talked about some of these events already. So we'll start with January 17th through the 21st. We have the Art of the Cowgirl Queen Creek, Arizona, their main Art of the Cowgirl event. We have a photography clinic there. We'll have uh, Phyllis and Kim running the photographer's clinic and myself and Marcy will be back in the booth again, working our booth. And that's just such a cool event. I've been going the last couple of years with you guys because it's so much fun. So That is, once again, January 17th through 21st. Registration is available right now on the Art of the Cowgirl website. So you can go in, click, find our clinic, and get yourselves registered and get your spot before it's gone. Right after the Art of the Cowgirl Clinic, Phyllis and I and Kim meet up in St. Augustine for the Horses on the Beach Workshop. That event is currently full with a waiting list. It's February 16th through 18th. But definitely... That's your birthday, the 16th. So definitely, (laughs) if that's something you may want to do in the future, reach out and get on our VIP list ASAP so that you can be in the know when all of our events are officially 
out and when we have openings. And then we have our brand new event coming up February 28th through March 3rd. That's our Horses in the Snow Winter Photographers Getaway Retreat. This is a family-friendly event. You can bring your spouse, your significant other. Remember the hot chocolate by the fire, but then also the horses trotting out in the snow and the cowboys in the snow. We are ridiculously excited for this event in Granby, Colorado at the Sea Lazy U. That is once again, February 28th through March 3rd. Then we have our Equine Photography Essentials Building a Strong Foundation Workshop that is in St. Augustine, Florida, April 19th through 23rd. This is an incredible event opportunity for anyone who's been This can be great for someone who's just picking up their camera and they're getting started to someone that's been doing it for a little while, but maybe skipped some steps and they've got some basics they need to shore up to really give their photography a foundation and the support that they need to really count on their work and to feel confident in their work. This is a great event for that. I'm currently working my butt off on the agenda. We've got, I think, six shoots that'll be there. So you'll have portfolio building opportunities. And I'm going to work really hard to try to make one of those on the beach. So we'll keep you guys posted on what that looks like. We are currently open for registration on that. We also have our Dryhead Ranch Western Photography Retreat in Montana, July 15th through 20th. This event is one of our classic Cowgirls with Cameras events. It is incredible. Every year we have the most stunning scenes. We have a gorgeous cavity to photograph. The family, the ranch of the family there are just absolutely a joy. The best kids to photograph, ranch, handy ranch kids to photograph, dogs, all the things that you can imagine are available. And we have, I thinking we have one spot left for that event. So if you're interested in that event, if you're hearing this, it may be gone by the time you hear this. But if you're interested, go ahead and reach out to us ASAP because as of right at this moment, we have one spot left and we'd like it to be yours. Then following that event, we have the Cottonwood Ranch Equine Photography Immersive Experience. This is a big deal event, all in type of event out in Nevada, where we spend a lovely time at the lodge with the Smith family. And they have just incredible, this is where you want your Western, your dust, your incredible light. We've had that the last two years we've been there and it's been amazing. The photographers that come to that event, it has a great educational component that we tailor to the needs of our photographers. And it includes from each of us, a mentoring session from each of us prior to the event. You get one from one of us prior and then also it can be during or after. So you've got lots of opportunities for that. The photographers that attended this event this year are still mentoring with us and it's just been, it's been really good. So it's been a great event each year. That one is available. We do have spots left for that, although it is filling up faster this year than it did last year. And then you heard us talk all about the Trappers Lake Equine Photography Adventure in Meeker, Colorado. We just got back from that and we are still living on the high of the beautiful autumn color and the beautiful mountain scenic views. That event this year will be September 29th through October 2nd. And by the time this event or this podcast episode comes out, we will have a registration link available. And I do think that this event is going to fill up quickly because the amount of requests for information that we're getting from it are daily. And I think that as soon as we get the registration up, it's going to go pretty quick. So if you are interested in coming on an adventure with us 
to the flat top wilderness and photographing horses in gorgeous autumn color. This is the event for you in terms of that. So uh, did I miss anything? No, I think you covered everything. I do want to say that we will be doing the Montana Gathering and Oklahoma Gathering with Art of the Cowgirl. When and if those dates are announced, those are part of their calendar process. And we don't know the dates or even if those events will happen. But if they do, if you're on our VIP list, you will get notified of when those things become available. And those are really great events. By the way, when you participate with us at an Art of the Cowgirl event, part of the funds from that event do go back into the fellowship to support other cowgirl artists. So, or to support you if you apply to be in the cowgirl artist part of things. Do keep that in mind. The other thing I want to mention is that we offer payment plans for all of these events. And right now we're sitting in 2023. The events are all in 2024. So if you're looking at an event like Cottonwood, we can arrange a pretty sweet payment plan deal for you to be able to pay along on, to be able to attend that if that's something that would make the fit for one of those future events more comfortable for you financially. I know it's the holidays coming up and all of that. So it would be a great time for you to be able to get that payment plan in place and get your spot secured. So once you've paid your deposit, your spot is secured and then we do set you up on a payment plan that is reasonable for whatever you need to be able to pay over time to come to those events. If you have any questions about any of this, all three of us are available to answer those questions. Our information is available on the website or you can look on each of our respective websites to contact one of us individually about what the event is like, what you can expect, how to set up a payment plan, and all of those things. We are seriously here to help you. And we look forward to shooting alongside of you. You've heard us talk about these events and laugh and have a lot of fun in the camaraderie. It's not just us. It's our participants that come to. One of our focus points for all of our events is to build friendships and community and connection among equine photographers. And I think all of these events offer you the opportunity to make new friends and friendships that are going to last a lifetime. And I think that's one of the coolest things that we have to offer as in, in our events, other than, of course, the photography, horses, wildlife, and scenery. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it was good seeing you guys' faces again after not seeing them for what, like a week or so since we were together for so long. I felt a little bit of a of a travel low the first couple of days I got home settling back in. So it's nice to see your faces and I'm excited to be settling in for the holidays. But looking at this list, it looks like we've got, well, if we include your Iceland tour, Phyllis, we've got 10 Cowgirls with Cameras events on the agenda for 2024. So we'll be seeing a lot of each other next year. And I'm looking forward to all of the new faces that we're going to see and the new friends we're going to make. It's going to be a great year. Looking forward to it already. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cowgirls with Cameras. Don't let the laughter and learning stop here. Join our community on social media and be sure to visit our website for more opportunities to fulfill your photography goals. Head to cowgirlswithcameras.com. That's cowgirlswithcameras.com. See you next time.